Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Talks Podcast. My name is Sybil. Today I'm joined by Paul. Say hello, Paul. How's it going? Uh, we're also joined by Billy. Say hello, Billy. Hello, mate. How are you? Very well, and we're continuing our chat from last night, Billy. Uh, we're mm-hmm. going to talk some more transfers slash potential managerial appointments. Okay, so we're going off the most recent information um, from this evening. Um, is it's all confirmed that Martial has went away to Sevilla? I don't know if we talked about that last night, but there's been some mm. movement on the the potential Newcastle transfers. It looks like the Diego Carlos deal that looked as if it was going to go through has kind of been called off. Um, Sevilla are very reluctant to sell, mm. mainly because they don't think they'll be able to get a replacement in uh, in time of of a similar ability. I think Sevilla are sitting about third or fourth in La Liga just now, so they're not having that. Yeah, they're starting, to, they're starting yeah. to really push for that league title that they, yeah. that they see achievable this season. So it was always going to be a tough one for, for them to get, really. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So... I, th- I think it could potentially go down, but I think it might be up. If it does go through, it could be up. We could look at up to 50, 55 million mm. um, for a centre-back that's never played in the Premier League, which is, uh, we're getting quite expensive there, but Newcastle <laughs> have kind of been looking at alternatives. Um, from a centre-back position, they're looking at Dan Byrne, um, and, and that's looking as if it could be a £7 million deal, uh, which is obviously much more affordable. Uh, Paul, I'm going to come to you. Dan Byrne. To Newcastle, good business. Uh, yeah, well, it's a tough one. Okay, to st- for this season, it's going to be underwhelming if you're a Newcastle fan. But I think, I guess, in a little way, they're playing damage limitation at the moment, and just they've obviously been pushed to the last days of the transfer window and haven't got who they wanted. Whether Dan Byrne is even the person to to keep them up and to be added into their defence right away remains to be seen. I think he's a good player, but he's not like he hasn't been in the Premier League. More than a few seasons, and he's only been with Brighton. Whether he just suits their system and plays well with them, but yeah, if I was a fan at Newcastle, uh, I'd be very underwhelmed um, by the whole thing. I guess it probably comes down to the fact that they haven't had this money before, and they don't know exactly how to go about making bigger transfers or attracting people to their club for these this sort of money. Um, so yeah, I'd say it's a 
it's a I don't know, a very average transfer and it looks as if it's like a seven million loan if it goes through like how like they want to <laughs> surely they want to go for you Europe next season like how would he squad yeah I mean I think it wouldn't be a, the worst bit of business um I think it's a remarkable improvement on Lascelles and Clark I think any sort of Premier League le- player that's played in the Premier League level is, is probably going to be a remarkable improvement on them because they are particularly poor, especially Jamal Lascelles. Um I mean, they're already talking about like Kieran Trippier replacing him as captain. Um, so he's... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think I, I would be I would see that as a, as a bit. Of, I see it as a more sensible move than than, than spending fifty five million uh, on, on one centre back this yeah. early on, and that's. Obviously, way above the back. This centre back does have a Diego Carlos does have a release clause of eighty million. That's mainly because every player that plays in La Liga has to, by the the laws of the game, have a release mm. clause in their contracts. So often they don't they don't really reflect the player's value. Um, they're, they're normally just hate to stop clubs from sweeping in. Um, they've also been linked to Bruno Gamares, right? And there was a bit of drama around this transfer because. For, for Brizio Romano, for, for everything he gets right, apparently, kind of, he didn't really get it wrong. He, he, I think the way he posted the tweet, he tweeted out that, that this deal was pretty much over the line. Forty million pounds, Newcastle, Bruno Guimaraes from Leon. Um, but actually, Leon themselves, the club, posted a statement on Twitter saying that there was absolutely no way that was a done deal. Um, apparently, what's been what's stopping it is the is the agents and the fact that there's not been a medical. Um, we spoke a little bit about this yesterday, Billy. Mm. In terms of the clubs that are interested in Bruno Gamares, the sort of Spurs, Arsenal's, they sort of clubs. Um, so it would be, I think, it would be a, a decent signing if uh, Newcastle could get us over the line. Yeah, absolutely. It would is like we were saying yesterday. You know, you've got the likes of Arsenal looking at him, and I think it's certainly a, a statement signing and the kind of signing that the Newcastle fans were were hoping for. Um, only to be brought back down to earth when they got linked with Dan Byrne. <laughs> but no, but in all seriousness, he, he seems to be a, a decent midfielder, um, but I don't know whether he would suit Newcastle just yet. Yes, he's got bags of potential. They spoke about a release clause, apparently going into the contract to tempt him um, to come to Newcastle. Um, but, you know, he's he's only 24. He's never played in the Premier League before. So close to that drop zone. I don't necessarily think it would be the best move for either of them, to be honest with you. Um, I think that they're, they're, Newcastle would be much more wise to, to head for a Premier League, not necessarily a Premier League midfielder, but someone with Premier League experience already who can come straight in and they know what's, what the necessities are for Newcastle and what the necessity to, necessities are for the league and to stay in the league. Um, so it's a tricky one, certainly a statement signing if they get it over the line. But I, again, I've got um, reservations on it. I just don't know if it's... Bit of a flash to cash, um, so yeah. In, in my opinion, I mean, Newcastle is linked to to everybody at the minute. Um, to to put to put some other ones on the table, Jesse Lingard. Um, apparently, Manchester United want a twelve million pounds survival <laughs> bonus. So, if, just for the loan itself, um, <laughs> it would be I think five million pounds plus wages played 
plus a twelve million pound survival bonus to Manchester United. You look at this summer, so fifty a region of fifteen million pounds. I think mm. all in was the figure they were floating about if, if Newcastle stayed up just for a loan signing, which is which is a steep old that's a steep old fucking price tag for for a loan signing. You're also for a six Alley month loan to. as well. Yeah, for a six month loan is, is expensive. Um, you get Delhi Alley who they're linked to as well. That I could see getting through the door. If I think I thought that if Spurs were linked to Bruno Guimaraes, that could be a signing, and then they could move on potentially Delhi Alley to. Th- to fund that, and that would be an alright bit of business because clearly it just—I just don't think at this point it's going to work out for Delhi Alley at Spurs. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think he's a quantity type player. Um, I don't think he's going to really fit the system at all. Um, so yeah, I don't think that's going to be that's going to be happening. There's, a, there's another player that I'm going to come on in a wee bit that, that Spurs are linked to. That's a much more exciting player than than Bruno Gomez. But we'll move on to that in a second. Um, in terms of Liverpool, uh, apparently there was a loan to buy option uh, that rejected. Um, for Nat Phillips from from Newcastle again. So Newcastle are just trying to get out and get. Yeah, this is this is this is confirmed that the, the dead approach for for Nathaniel Phillips. Um, he's a great centre back, but he's just uh, fall fallen victim to the amount of the sheer amount of centre backs there's now at Liverpool Football Club. Um, and he's I, I think it's 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 probably looking like he's not going to get a whole lot of game time. So it's probably it's I think he could play in the Premier League. I think he showed that in in a mm. sort of crisis when he came in. It did a good job for Liverpool. Um, I was also looking at like Watford uh, coming in for uh, talked about fee for about seven million pounds, which I think is a fair fee for Nathaniel Phillips. Um, and I think that would be a good signing for Watford as well if they've been able to get that over the line. Uh, I think we should go on and talk about the managerial situation at Everton. Obviously, you got Big Dunk who's steady in the ship, um, and there's been a there's been an interview, been real movement for Vitor Pereira, and if you don't know that name. Um, don't be too surprised. He, he's out of China. <laughs> um, he he uh, managed Porto back in like 2011 or 12, I think. Uh, he actually had some success at Porto. Uh, he also managed in, in Greece and had some success with Olympiacos as well. And I think he's been out to the Middle East. Um, but the, the Everton fans aren't happy. There's been some spray paint and protests that not Vitter not to be the man. Um, I think the fans want Frank Lampard, which I think is maybe maybe the best they can get this time. This time, I mean, can mm. they get a better, a better man in the door? Uh, Paul, I'm going to come to you. This Everton fans not happy. I don't think there's a, a manager that's a great fit out there just now. Can you think of any managers that's, got, that's a better fit for the club than than a Frank Lampard or potentially even a Wayne Rooney? No, no. Like so, yeah, they have two options. They go with the the Rooney or the Lampard option, or they go with the semi unknown foreign option. And they've already, mm-hmm. I'm sure, Everton fans are probably sick of going with the foreign option at the moment not that like they're all the same or whatever but like they've had Ancelotti they've had Benitez they had Silva before that yeah Silva and I'd say they young. yeah I'd say they see this as more of a Silva type appointment who I he had a bit yeah. he had success in Greece he's been in Portugal so they're similar in that way and yeah like he's a bit of an unknown obviously not many people I didn't know of him well, he's, before today yeah so. he's been interviewed he's, on Sky Sports today spoken in an interview on Sky Sports today said that he's, he's had a lot of interviews at Everton he, the vibe he's getting is a positive vibe uh, he could potentially be getting this job yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's the appointment the Everton fans are wanting at this time I think honestly like they'd rather give it big dunk than, than, than another foreign sort of unproven <laughs> manager um, but I don't think Big Dunk wants to take it because um, he wants to stay working at Everton. He wants to stay part of the setup. Obviously, if you're a manager and you're sacked, 
that's you. You got oh, you okay. got to leave. Yeah. Whereas if you if you do a big dunk, you can you can stay at the club and and, and coach under many different managers. Um, so I think he's made his his thoughts and feelings pretty clear on that. Uh, but I, Billy, do you, do you do you agree with the Everton fans? Do you think do you think it's the right not to want to go down this road again? It's it really is a sticky one. Being a Villa fan, we've kind of I saw an Everton fan actually put comparisons of Villa from about 2011 when Martin O'Neill left to when we eventually got relegated. You know, we had we've had our Martin O'Neill. Then we went for Gerard Houllier. They've had their Gerard Houllier in Ancelotti. Mm. Then then we had um, Alex McLeish, who you could argue is the Rafa Benitez. And now the, it, for Villa, it was Remy Gard, uh, an unknown French manager. And this looks very similar in the terms of, in the way of an unknown Portuguese manager. Um, so there are definite comparisons to be had there. I was going to say, that's not much of a stretch of a comparison. If you look at a sort of roadmap way, I mean, mm. like, a lot of that kind of lines, not completely, not everything lines up directly, but, you know, close, yeah. closer than you'd probably like to think. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So it, it, this managerial appointment is really... It, it's really important for Everton. And if it's the wrong one, you know, you could see players leaving in the summer. If Dominic Calvert-Lewin, I know he's been rumoured to go to Arsenal, Richarlison, you've, you're Decore, you're Allen. These aren't players that want to be in a relegation scrap. They're not. They're too good to be in a relegation scrap. You saw that when Benteke left Villa as well. Um, so, yeah, this managerial appointment's so important. And if I was an Everton fan, I would probably want Duncan Ferguson to have it until the end of the season. Don't rush this managerial appointment. Take your time and make sure you get the right person. Wise words. Wise words. Um, moving on. Would to... you go for Big Sam? Sorry. <laughs> as a last question. <laughs> get Big Sam back in. He's already been think, there, uh... hasn't he? I, I think, think honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see. I apparently did not mm. too bad a job at uh, um, Everton. I don't. I th- when, when was he in charge of Everton? Like the mid two thousands, I want to say. Can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't. No, yeah, is it not like recently enough? Was it? Was it? Oh, was Just it, a vortex. Not, oh, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know, honestly. Um, I th- in fact, it might have been there before Marco Silva. Or yeah, or after was it? I want to say, I want to say it's 2017-18. Yeah, fucking hell. Oh, wow. <laughs> after, after England. England oh, 2016. Of yeah, of yeah. course. God, Palace and everything. I can really picture mid-Sam, like Big Sam, like properly managing life when I was a youngster. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on from that, boys. Uh, we, we talk about Big Sam enough in this podcast. Uh uh, <laughs> some good news for the for the, the Wolves fans. I know this is, this is a deal that's probably been in the works for a while, and that, that a lot of people knew could get over the line was uh, uh, He Chan Huang has signed permanently till 2026. I believe from I want to say RB Leipzig. He's from. Mm. Um, so that's that's a, a I believe a good signing for them, and I think that's one they wanted to, to wanted to get over the line uh, for a while because he does he does fit that Bruno Lars system quite well, um, and he's showing some positive stuff. I, I think. Um, right, okay. I want to go into the sort of the big, the big signing, the big money signing that's looking like it could come to the Premier League. Louis Diaz um, from Porto, uh, one of the highest scoring, most most productive players in the in the in the Portuguese league. Um, Fourteen goals. Um, he's second in the league for running possession and the and the 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 third, the attacking third. Um, most 
third most dribbles in the league, um, fourth for final third passes completed in the league, um, and first for touches in the opposition box. He's highly influential within the Portuguese league. We're looking at a price of about £60 million. Pounds. It's quite a lot. Okay, so mm. and Spurs seem to be the front runner. You got you got Arsenal behind them, um, and a couple of other clubs that are interested in this player as well. Um, it, it looks a real prospect. Uh, I think if Spurs are going to going to fund a move for this, I think Deli Ali probably needs to go, and I think Tanga and, and Dombley will probably need to exit as well for um, to to free up some funds for this move. But I think this would be a, a good move for Spurs, um, Billy. Yeah, complete, completely agree. Um, you've you just mentioned the stats there. He's been a such an exciting player for a while now, um, and I think he just fits the Antonio Conte system. You know, with the the stats that you've just mentioned there, um, his pressing and stuff like that. It just seems like it'd be a good fit for both Antonio Conte, Spurs, and maybe even Liverpool. Um, whether spending six million <laughs> that's the, in January, I don't think any probably not. Probably not. It was we have been it. linked. Have been linked to yeah. um, potentially getting Paulo Dybala on a free NG's contract. Ooh. So that would be uh, that's a player I've wanted at Liverpool for a long old time now. Um, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I love that. Very uh, for, for those that have not that watch a lot of Serie A event, he's very. I would say a Bobby Firmino type forward. And a ten, mm. but in a striker's position as well. He can actually even dip out wide as well. He's a he's a very sort of like creative forward, a creative mm. force in the forward line. Very much would fit a Liverpool system. But carry on, give us your thoughts. Yeah. Carry on with your thoughts, Billy. Um, yeah, just I th- I think that it would be a really good fit for for Spurs and Conte. Um, yeah, how long Son out for? Do you know? Not off the top it's, of my head, no. Paul, if it's no idea. No so it could be it could be one for if he's out for another couple of months or so. Mm. Um because I've been really impressed with Lucas Mora as well since Antonio Conte's come in. Whether that's just because he's been the only one there, kind of thing, the only option. Um I'm not too sure. So when I'm sure Louis Diaz probably starts in that team with some so. back fit. So Louis Diaz is is a really high pressing forward, right? And if you look at the other winger they want to sign Adama Traore who plays on the opposite side of Louis Diaz if you can think of those really high aggressive wingers mm. um, a, a pairing of Adama Traore Louis Diaz and a Harry Kane in the middle of that that's 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 a decent looking side yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, definitely yeah, they need some outgoings to fund these moves um, they, they've got too much too much players that aren't playing key key parts in that squad that are probably on big wages do you know what I mean you know, if, it, yeah. it's not, if it's not going to happen for like Deli Ali or Ndombele that are on huge salaries, Lacelso as well. Yeah, Lacelso. Mm. He's another one that said that he doesn't like Antonio Conte. I yeah. think hasn't he? And um, so yeah, <laughs> he didn't like the banning of ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even potentially Berwin. I know. I know Stephen Berwin came on and had a, a lot of success and, and, and rescuing some points for Spurs. But if he's not going to start every game, you know, then mm-hmm. he's a player that you could move off, especially when there's interest in them, you know? Yeah, interest yeah. In them and you can get a wee bit of money for them. It really would make sense. Uh, we've got Aaron Ramsey linked to Burnley. Um, very much feels <laughs> like a, I don't know if this is what they need. I think they have... I don't know if he fits a Burnley system. He's in, so injury-prone as well right now, Aaron Ramsey. Mm. Paul, do you, do you see this as a... I mean, but what kind of business can Burnley do? 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's like he's a great player, but uh, why he wants to go to Burnley yeah. is just yeah beyond me. Obviously, he wants to get back into the Premier League, and this is a a way to do it. But no, I, I don't know. It's a like it's always good to bring quality like him into your squad, whether he suits your style or not. I think he will play too, so surely that comes into it. Yeah. Um, right, too, like let's look at the other news. There is some other news. Um, Aubameyang, um, not part of the, the Arsenal camp that is going to be going over to train in Dubai. Uh, I think it's very much looking like it's over um, at Arsenal for Aubameyang. Um, it was it was a love story for a little while, wasn't it, Billy? It was, uh, it was going well for a, yeah. for a little while. Um, he, he looked absolutely superb, but this, this past sort of season and a half for Aubameyang has been, been a tough one. Yeah, it's... <clears throat> It all came after that contract, didn't it? He signed that contract, and then as the 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 similarity to uh, to Özil, as yeah, as the as the Arsenal fans like to say, um, he just completely dropped off a cliff. And it's I can understand why players do it. You know, like they really put in the hard yards and perform. They get that contract on stupid wages and just go, well, I've got the money now. And just sit yeah. back, kind of thing. Could completely understand it, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a such a because you can't lose, especially a when you give. No, especially when you give him the captain's armband as well. You know, you give him the captain's armband, and then I think he was just given too many royalties, if you like, at Arsenal. Yeah. He's given too much. Like it almost seemed like this is your club, kind of thing. And he took full advantage of everything that he had and he just pushed everything to the limit. You know, that captaincy should have been stripped off him straight away. The second he turned up late for the North London derby, I'm sure plenty of Arsenal fans will agree with me on that one. Mm. Um, And yeah, that's when things really started to, or it seemed to me anyway, as a neutral, it started to swing the wrong way. Yeah. Um, I'm going to finish up here and one last um, bit of transfer news. Um, Donny van de Beek, uh, looking like he's going to get a loan move to Crystal Palace. Um, a good signing for Palace, solid sign, I think, reinforcement mm. in midfield. Um, Paul, give us, give us your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think it's a great move for him. Um, hopefully he can get back into the groove a little bit. And judging by what we saw on Saturday or Sunday against Liverpool, I think he kind of fits their system where they're trying to play quick, quick balls from midfield through to the front line. I think it would suit perfectly. And yeah. with Vieira as your coach, like a legend of the Premier League, then I only think it can go one way if he's willing to put in the work. Well, it's the thing funny, is, like... It'll be, no a different, one... it'll be a different setup from Manchester United, given that yeah. apparently Patrick Vieira's training is really, really, really intense and very fitness-orientated, whereas uh, the training was quite relaxed under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And apparently, I don't I don't know if it's changed too much under Rannick, but this could prove... If he gets there, gets super fit, and then fits this palace system that that gets his value at least somewhere <laughs> near what it used to be. <laughs> yeah. Um I think that's gonna do us for, for this week though, boys, eh? Um yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with some more transfer news. Um, we're gonna be here every every day this week, um, bringing you um episodes every night. So make sure you subscribe uh, and follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Um go check out our website and our Twitter. Uh, we're we're working with the, the charity cam. And bringing some cool shots out. So if you want to get involved with that, just give us a, a DM. Uh, and until tomorrow, GD bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.